Listen to WGN Radio's newest podcast, Behind the Badge, Illinois, hosted by David Hochberg. Behind the Badge, Illinois, views current events through the eyes of Illinois law enforcement leaders. Tune in. Visit WGNRadio.com slash Behind the Badge. House Minority Leader Jim Durkin, representing Western Springs. He is the Illinois State Representative for the 82nd District. He is now the outgoing Illinois House GOP leader. I think some people were stunned by your announcement, but you made it right after the election. So it must be something that's been weighing on your mind for quite some time. Thanks for joining us on the show. Has it been something you've been thinking about for a while, Jim? Well, Lisa, thank you very much for having me on the show. But I will just say this. After the primary from last summer, when uh, Darren Bailey took the nomination, I made a commitment to myself that I, if I was going to stay uh, in this position as the House Republican leader, there was a certain threshold of, of seats that I had to had to win. It's something that I committed to myself because uh, I knew that uh, the Bailey factor was going to be a challenge. So uh, I didn't uh, reach that uh, uh, that that goal, and uh, I decided that after nine years that uh, it's time for someone else to take over. And the most important thing, Lisa, is that uh, I had this, I made this commitment to myself back, like I said, last summer, uh, I fell short. So I have to be, I have to be true to myself, my family, and also true to the caucus as well. Can I say that? That's rare. I've had a great run. I've uh, had a great run, and I'm, I'm, I'm very proud of what I've been able to accomplish. I see very people in a position of power that say, you know what, I've had a great run. It seems like everybody wants to keep going and going and going and refuses to take any acknowledgement that maybe that's not the role for them anymore. So I applaud you that, you know, you're, you're showing integrity. Thank you. And, uh, you know, like I said, I've, uh, it, we all know down here there's some point that you really need to know that it's, it's, your, it's your time to move on. You've got to make a gut check. And, uh, I, 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 and I, I've reached that point. And uh, I'm, I've, I, I love my job, but I also have greater respect for the party and also for the institution that I serve in. And I want it to move forward. And uh, I want fresh ideas. I want a new set of eyes to look at but things. But, Leader, the fact is, too, that, I mean, your caucus – you don't reflect your caucus anymore. It's changed so much. I mean, were you under? Th- would you have been challenged as leader? Oh, I'm, I'm sure I would have, but I, I I feel very confident that if I if I would have changed my mind, I mean, I, the, the ship has already sailed. But if I would have changed my mind last week, I would have secured the votes. I my relationship with a good member of my great member of my caucus is very strong, and uh, uh, I do have some, some detractors. That's the way it's always been. But uh, if I chose to. Uh, hang in there and run again. Uh, I, I would have. Been, I believe that I would have had the support of the caucus. President, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, Lisa. you go ahead. President Trump is going to uh, is expected to make an announcement that he's going to run tomorrow. You said that the party needs to move beyond Trump. Is there anything he can say from Mar-a-Lago tomorrow that might change your mind? Yeah, he can say that I'm leaving public life and I'm going to concentrate on my legal woes and uh, I will uh, not drag the Republican Party down any more than I have. So uh, Donald Trump is a uh, uh, is, is toxic. Everything that he touched in this past year has uh, been a, a failure. Every candidate that he supported and campaigned for in the primary lost and lost big. And it's just not me saying this from, you know, Springfield, Illinois, but Paul Ryan, the state GOP in Michigan, all over the country, Donald Trump needs to go. He has been a drag on this party and also this nation as well. So uh, 
he is a narcissist uh, of, of degrees that I can't even imagine. And I, I, I just don't know what it will take for him to realize that he is no longer the people's choice. He could start by acknowledging that he lost an election. He did lose the election. Fair and square, over, done with. But he can't get past that. But I think that just reflects the type of person he is. I know people who've actually done work for the Trump organization. They said it's a disaster. Should never work with the man. He's a bully. He doesn't pay his bills. He does terrible things. And you know what? And that's how he leads. Everything he does, uh, you know, it's got to be under his terms. And if it doesn't work, you know, he finds a way to vilify people. So uh, I, I just, I'm just, uh, I'm not surprised. But I hope that people finally get over the Trump fascination. And I think David Brooks over the weekend from the New York Times said it best. The nation has broke the fever of Donald. They broke their the, the Donald Trump fever. At least he hopes the Republicans have. Outgoing Illinois House GOP leader Jim Durkin with us on the Lisa Dent show. Um, you, you said in one of the interviews that the balance of power for the Republican Party is moving from the suburbs to downstate. Wouldn't you agree that many of those people downstate are still Donald Trump supporters? They, uh, I believe they are. And, you know, they can do that. But the party needs to get beyond that mindset. And everybody's going to have a different point of view of, you know, I can support Donald Trump. That's fine. But the fact is, if you want to win seats in Illinois as a Republican, everything is above I-80. It's in the collars. It's in the suburbs and certain parts of the city. And to continue on with the Trump agenda and this very, very narrow, extreme agenda, which is becoming basically the uh, uh, what you have to be able to uh, abide by to get out of a primary, we're going to continue in this downward spiral. Just remember the last time we've had statewide Republicans elected to office, Jim Edgar, Mark Kirk, uh, you know, I think the, I forgot the uh, Mark Kirk, Jim Edgar, Jim Thompson, and uh, a few other ones. They've all been moderate Republicans. You know, this goes back to the past 20 years. I don't think people remember or recall when Illinois was essentially a swing state, when Jim Thompson was running the local campaign for uh, old George Bush. And, you know, and, and we had to wait till election night to see who was going to carry the state. It, it's been a long time, but it, it, by history, it hasn't been that long either that, uh, that so much has been lost by your party. It has. And... Uh Things, I can't say when they fell apart, but the more we gave credence to the the far right, and this is not just started under Donald Trump, but I've seen it here in the state of Illinois where candidates, you know, let me just say that the independent voter is becoming probably the biggest voting block in the state, and a lot of it is a repudiation of both parties. But when you have a small amount left on the left and on the right, it leaves the extreme factions in charge. And when you have a primary system, like we do, and you have a Darren Bailey on the ballot who is extremely conservative, this is what you get, because those independent voters aren't showing up in the primary. Jim Durkin, the outgoing Illinois House GOP leader, is with us on the Lisa Dent Show. And based on the text messages coming in, what you're saying is resonating with people who, uh, like this one, I'm a Dem, I'm progressive, but I love this guy. Another, love this man's comments, agree 100%. Because you are a voice of moderation in the Republican Party, are we going to see you run for governor in four years? Boy, um, let me just say this. 
I have been referred to as a rhino, Republican in name only, and I've, I've said jokingly, but I also mean it. It's a badge of honor uh, because I, I'm a person that looks at the issue and I look to see what's the right thing to do overall in the state. I'll give you a couple examples. I voted for the Equal Rights Amendment uh, three, like three or four years ago as a Republican leader. And the assault ban, of, right? And the assault weapon ban. Um, I have. I was the co-sponsor, and I helped uh, pass a bill that would prohibit uh, uh, coercion and deception to be used against juveniles in interrogations, something that people who think that we're in a law and order party, I'm about fairness. I'm about making sure that due process, but we're also fair to people, and particularly in these situations, that we do have uh, some understanding and moderate views towards uh, society and also how state government should be run. And I'm not going to change. That's who I am. And I will just say this, that if there's a place for me to be for moderate Republicans, I will stand with anyone who believes that we need to reach out and not vilify, kick people to the curb or, or reject them because of their positions on reproductive rights or positions on Second Amendment, their, 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 their issues on, with, uh, with gay and lesbians. These are Republicans who would love to be Republicans, support Republicans, because, you know, we always say people vote with their pocketbook. But when we take extreme positions on those issues, we push them away. Leader, you just brought up uh, criminal justice reform, and I know the Democrats want to tweak the Safety Act. Will you work with them on that, or are they on their own? I'd like to work with them, but since they've never given me an opportunity to sit at the table and work with uh, them to fix what I believe is a monumental mistake, uh, I, 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 was a, I was a prosecutor at 26 California. I understand this system, and I understand how cases work, you know, the big ones, the small ones, and I, and I know the rules of evidence. And uh, they have made some profound mistakes in this legislation, but I haven't been invited, to, nor has anybody from my caucus been invited to any of these meetings. So uh, I guess they're going to put it through the same way that they got it passed in the first place in the Thank last you. minute without so. Oh, go ahead. No, I, we were just getting no. up against the clock. I, I thought you were stopping, but yeah, I no, see, no, no, see no, what no, you're okay. saying. No. <laughs> Look, I'd like to do something uh, to help uh, to solve something which I believe is going to be a very, very uh, traumatic effect upon public safety in our, in our uh, law enforcement in Illinois. Uh, I just wish they would listen to people who actually understand this area of law, people who have background, people who have had, who've practiced in this area like myself. Jim Durkin, outgoing Illinois House GOP leader, thank you for jumping on the radio with us this afternoon. Thank you. Bye-bye. Steve has your news next on 720 WGN. Lisa Dent. WGN.